All right. All right. Keep your fingers crossed. We're going to see how this goes. Damn it, dude! How are you? It's oh so man, to see you. I'm so psyched to see you, dude. I'm so excited for this for a while. It's been way too long, but it, it has. It's, man. it's happened at the perfect time. Everything just lines up perfectly as it, as it should. You know. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I've been great, man. We've I know we've both been busy. We got to fill the people in, bro. This is oh what, man, this is what this episode is going to be. Yeah, there's 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 been a lot of shit going on, dude. Um, everywhere. I, I have uh, I have seen that you have have uh, done some traveling and uh, continued continued uh, with the with the steady oh, presence in the cons. Um, how's that going, man? How the fuck is how is death comes lifting? How is the empire? The empire is building, bro. It's very good. It's the best it's ever been. I've been very lucky, and I'm not just saying that to inflate my own ego for podcast world out there. I'll be honest because we're friends. Um, it's been on a very uphill trajectory ever since i started and we're continuing on that and it's it's slow but it's steady and i'm just continuing continuing to work hard growing the patron page a lot personal training clients a lot uh getting new programs and just kind of uh starting this taking this a little more seriously which is why i wanted to take time off i know we're going to get into what you've been doing you know oh yeah yeah yeah. which is i i'm i'm really interested personally because i even i really don't know too much but Seriously, you just been Schuler went to go become Batman. We'll talk about that later. A man of mystery. That's me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to come back stronger with the podcast with the refocused mission, new branding. I got a new mic that's pink. Oh shit. About that. I got a new where I live in a new place. This is a new crypt behind me. Oh fuck yeah, dude. I got I'm engaged. Like what? living with my fiance, she's fucking wonderful. Like, dude, congratulations! That's amazing. Thank you, man. Everything's been going as su- crazy busy, but super, super blessed and well. Dude, I'm so happy for you, man. That's fantastic news. Thank you. I bro. I can't wait either. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to figure out some time to get together again. We got I got to come to you this time. I got to come. Whatever works. I got to come up to, to Pittville, or I'm sure there's some name that you guys have that I just kind of. The Berg. The Berg. I got to hit the Berg. I got to yeah, come yeah. to the Berg. I got to get uh, whatever kind of food y'all are famous for. I'm going to fuck with that. Yes. Uh, got to see a show. Got to meet the fiance, man. Dude, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I, uh, I'm very happy. And Good, I, man. I hope Good. she is too. But yeah, no, we're, we're <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure she hopefully fingers crossed. I hope she is too. That's the that's the goal to try to keep her happy, you know. Oh yeah. But uh no, it's it's totally good, bro. And um I've missed you a lot. I missed you I too. Felt, yeah. I felt like something was was wrong not doing this podcast so so much, but it's a good thing. I think it's good yeah. that people miss us and then we come back strong. <laughs> we did. We we come back strong. We're changing up the uh changing up the format a little bit, and we you know. Just to address it in case anybody's curious, it's not like we ever made a conscious decision to not do the podcast. Um, right. We just kind of, we, the last dude that we had on here was the fucking Shred King, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Sonny Lombardazzi. Yes. That was, that, was the, that was the last episode of Lifts and Riffs, right? Lombardozzi. Lombardozzi. Yeah, and, and after that, um, things just kind of shifted into gear. The first half of 2022 has been just exceptionally slammed for me but uh 
all that is over now and uh it is time to just fucking chill a little bit and try and enjoy uh being able to relax for the first time in 10 years there you go and in that time time off i, I sat around thinking how can we make this podcast better when we do yeah. how can we come back and make it stronger so what happened was doing lifts and riffs with you and for everybody listening i felt like you were so fucking good at this i felt like i felt like i was playing guitar for two years and then like was invited to join iron maiden doing podcasts (laughs) with you like that's what what was happening we're a good team i think we're a good team we're we're a great team we we do well together we're a yin and a yang and i wanted to expand that into the death comes lifting podcast i wanted as much as i love lifts and riffs we made the decision to kind of put, put lay that to rest yes and, and they'll always be there you can always go back on the death comes lifting podcast page for and sure find them they're all a ton of fun i love every one of those fucking things but me I too think, man yeah but i just wanted less division in the podcast and i think we should just be we are this is what we are going to do everybody this is the death comes lifting podcast period deal with it welcome to the death comes lifting podcast version whatever this is we got a new dawn of a new day it's fucking super exciting shit man i like i i feel like the people that we got to talk to during lifts and riffs like i got to talk to some of my idols man i got fucking shook talking to some of those guys like always yeah. steve tucker is what i'll come back to being like i don't know what else to say i'm gonna ask steve tucker if he likes chicken and we're just gonna hope that it goes well from there like we yeah. had a blast made a lot of great connections um and, and i did though like i did think that towards the end we were sort of sort of kind of you know specifically going after musicians is awesome um we learned a lot about the genre and i got to learn a lot about and you as well got to learn a lot about musicians that we've been fans of for a really long time but i think it's yeah. i think it's dope to sort of do this little two-pronged approach under the death comes lifting umbrella instead of lifts and riffs, because I feel like that, you know, we can continue to talk to death metal dudes and we fucking will. We uh, will. Yeah. But like now we can bring in, we can bring in fitness people. We can bring in other types of creatives. We can bring in people from companies that we think are cool. Like the, the, uh, the, the podcast with Steve, Tom Sawyer from uh, Proponent Games that we did. Yes. It's been a long time ago now. Yes. Um, that was when the idea started. And I'm, I'm telling you, you know all this shit. This is kind of like narration for the people listening. Oh, yeah. That was when we got the idea that it would be cool to kind of expand the scope of things a little bit. And that's what you're listening to right now, man. The rebirth of the expanded scope. So that's the mission. That's the that's mission. The mission. Right there. We, did, we just wanted to come back to deliver more content and better content. And then the mission was always to help out the underground metal. And then we always will. We're, that's oh, not for sure. Way. But we're just making the two worlds come together in a way that is more representative of Death Comes Lifting and of our own personal interests, too. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I, I, even in the, the early days of the podcast, because we had this and riffs going at the same time, and I'd go by myself and do do the other shit, I, I found myself thinking, I just really wish Schuler was with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and there, there are other, you know, I've listened to episodes of, of just a straight up Death Comes Lifting podcast with just you going solo. And I, I think to myself, like, God damn, it would be fun to be there for this conversation right now. Just because I feel like you, and like I said, you know, you and I, I feel like we have a pretty good connection. We play pretty well off of each other. And we've uh, we've got a history at this point. You know? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's I'm honored to call you a, a friend, man. I, I um, you, man. Likewise, brother. Love you to death. 
I was gonna say no homo, but there there's a, there might be a little homo in there. I'm just there may there may very there may very well be, and if there is, we're gonna celebrate that because by yeah. God, we accept and we encourage everybody. Yeah, everybody's everybody to listen to yourself, love yourself. Of course, of course. So that's it. That's the rebrand. Fifteen minutes into the first episode, Zach makes a gay joke, and we're back, man. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> you, did you really miss us that much? I hope Gang's so. Gang's all here. I was, and that's one thing I will say. I'm very humbled. Thank you for everybody that, that watches and listens and follows whatever we do because a ton of people message me like, what's up with the podcast? And yeah. like, wait, like way more than I thought would. You know what I mean? Oh, man. We kind of do these and think like, it's just for us and nobody, you know, if, if people listen, great. If they don't, whatever. But more people listen than we think they do. And that that's, was a very humbling to get those messages. That's and that is really cool, man. It does make it, it makes me feel appreciated, but at the same time, it also kind of like just intensifies that bond. I think between Definitely. people who come people who come together to love a thing, um, that to me is is special. We're special, man. And so you're fucking special. Talk about. I, I need to know. We we need to fill in the gaps on what Shul has oh, been up to the past year. He's a. Are you a doctor now? Is that? Is that I, <laughs> I am a doctor now. I That's am. Just, we need to. We need a new name for you. Is what I'm saying. I am. You know, to be the cardio killer. It's like doctor. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. There's yeah. already a doctor death metal on Twitter, so I feel like I can't really take that one. Um, That's too easy to. It is. We'll come up with something. But yeah, yeah. I'm now. I'm Schuler Benson, PhD. Uh, when was the last time that? So we were together. Dude, has it been six months? Like, was it this year? I can't fucking remember. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've we've been, uh, you know, texting. We, casually, yeah. But not like we haven't had a conversation in at least six months. Yeah, I'm specifically talking about like the show. Uh, yeah, the show. and like ex- yeah. extended, extended exactly. conversation. Like, so yeah. we got to meet back in December when we went. Or fuck, was that January? That was December. December. Yeah, when we went and saw Napalm Death. Fucking incredible show. Incredible sure. night. Awesome to meet and hang out with my boy. Um, and during that visit, Zach and I had a conversation about sort of some of the projects that we've been thinking about, some of the things that I was working on kind of separately, and then thinking about maybe trying to figure out a way to make that vision come together. And there's a lot of details there that, we, that we're not going to get into yet, um, just because there's stuff waiting in the wings. Um, but, you know, during that conversation, we rolled out a bunch of really cool ideas for things that we wanted to pursue. And we also just kind of came to the understanding that from December until this past month, June, um, I was going to be in the fucking gauntlet in, in the crucible of my final semester um, as a PhD candidate. And that takes up a shitload of time, um, takes up a shitload of effort. And we figured we would just sort of let things chill for a little while. While we were doing that, another opportunity came along. And because one podcast is not enough for me, man, I got to talk I can't shut the fuck up. I've never been able to my entire life. So I got to talk more. I got a really great opportunity to do a podcast called Symposium of Sickness um, with my good friend, Patrick Bruss, uh, who is the main man of a, of a little act you might know called Crypticus. Um, and uh, another fellow by the name of Trevor Sternad, uh, singer of the Black Dahlia Murder. Both of those dudes were previous guests on Lifts and Riffs. Um, and we, we got together, we had a little podcast, things were going great. It was more of a show, really. It was like a YouTube show because there wasn't like an exclusive audio version. Okay. Um, that was something that we did every few weeks. Uh, unfortunately, Trevor died um, a couple of months back. And so that 
put us put a lot of obviously there's the emotional aspect of um you know losing losing somebody that you care about uh and losing you know it's weird like he and i had been friends for like a year but and he was a great friend and we had a great time and we talked about a whole lot of things that we wanted to do together some of which you and i have discussed as well zach um sure. but also you know this is a guy who's been uh telling me stories for 20 years now um and now he's gone and it's uh it's horrible it's very very sad and uh, you know you, you get when you you deal with the emo- the initial emotional impact of that and sort of you know it was great to see the metal community kind of come together and and like be i was expecting to go to like blabbermouth or somewhere and see somebody talking shit or saying some fucking stupid bullshit in the fucking comments but no dude it was just like this incredible outpouring of love across the board for a genuinely fucking good dude death metal's perennial good dude as it were always and in the you know in the in the wake of that that led to the reevaluation of some of the some of the projects and some of the timelines just because trevor was heavily involved with a couple of those things and um a couple of them are, are things that may be salvaged and become something else. A couple of them are uh, things that just aren't going to work without him and that I wouldn't want to pursue without him anyway. So that um, resulted in me sort of shuffling my priorities around. Um, I have, you know, I finished, finished school finally. So I've been doing that for the last literally 10 years. <laughs> so that's fucking over. Sweet. Um, And uh, in between all of that, in 2021, I started talking with, I started talking, I met Jan from Fluids in 2019. He and I became friends. Um, I absolutely love that band. And that was sort of the way that we, that we got to know each other. And over the course of our time talking, we realized that we had a lot of uh, favorite bands and favorite styles of music in common, all of which was, you know, not necessarily uh, exactly what we are hearing um in in sort of the the death metal landscape at large at this point things that were a little bit different that we wanted to try and so we uh started talking about that and we finally did we finally did um get together and we recorded some songs we started a band called trocar um and it's me and jan and walter from fluids um, and we were recently joined by a fourth member who has been waiting in the wings this entire time. He's actually been involved since the very beginning. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Zach Simmons from a band. No called way. Goat really? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. I love Zach, man. Zach rules. And that like, so I, you know, I met Zach through this podcast when you got him on. Um, we had a great talk with him. Super fucking cool, dude. Obviously you and me have both been goat whore fans for a really long time. So we love his work. Um, but then he and Jan are also really old friends. They were in a band together and they went to high school together. Um, and they've always wanted to work together, uh, on something and sort of this, it, it, this became that. And so now we're, we're working on a record. We got a whole bunch of cool shit in store. We got all the instrument stuff recorded pretty much. Um, I'm going to go through and do the rest of the Anyway, that's future shit. I'm, I'm still, I'm still new to the band thing. So I'm not really sure like what I do or don't say. Sure. Um, but we, mysterious. They'll know. Yeah. You know? I want to keep it, yeah. mis- keep it mysterious. Know that we're yeah. working on some shit, but no, and know that it's going to be weird as fuck. Um, yes. But you know, that uh, there will be a little bit of mystery. We I'm did, so however, 
If you want to hear some of the shit that we've already done, you can check out our demo for Forfeit Digits on Bandcamp, or you could buy a copy of it on cassette from Scumlord Distro up in Canada. Yeah. Hell yes. And I got a tape. I'm getting some tapes uh, pretty soon to put on Bandcamp. And when I get those, you got one coming to you, brother. So let me make sure I got your mailing ad, your new address before we get off the call. Oh, yeah. You You will have that, dude. I'm so psyched. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm you. Happy man. that Zach's involved. They're coming through with incantation at the beginning of August. So I'm gonna. Yes, yes I'm. I'm, so I'm gonna be at the. I'll be at the Baltimore show. Um, nice, nice. I have never seen Goat Whore or Incantation, so oh, that's gonna be yeah. fucking awesome. Bewitcher's gonna be there too, and I saw them last year in Baltimore. Uh, killer yes. fucking band, man. So fun, just like straight up speed metal. What day is that? Do you remember the Baltimore show? I might have to try to come down to that just to hang out with you. I want to say August 4th. 4th, it's early one. Sweet. I think August 7th or 8th is the, is the one here. Yeah. I'm sure if I could swing it, I'm going to try to make it. Cause it's only, it's only like three and a half hours away from me. Yeah. Yeah. If we could, I, I, I'm not pulling it up right now. I have a hard time multitasking. I'm pretty sure it's the fourth. Um, and we'll talk, we'll talk come, dude, come, come on down. Definitely come on down. It's always good to have you. Yeah, man. That'd be rad. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll see. Because I've been messaging Zach like about going to the one in, in Pittsburgh and hanging with them. So if we could we could all hang, that'd be great, dude. Sweet, man. Yeah. Anyway, I think so. There's Trocar. Um, there's yeah. there's uh, there's Dr. Me. Um, got a couple of got a got a job uh, starting this upcoming school year at a, a, at a university near here. And um, very excited about that. Rad, dude. To be teaching and not be a student for the first time in 10 years. Actually, I did one year where I was just teaching, um, but I felt like I was a student because the entire time I was like filling out applications to get into PhD programs and living and dying by those confirmation emails, you know, so it felt like being a student the whole time, but you're a beast. Fucking no more teachers, no more books. That's not how it goes, though, is it? No yeah. more pencils, no more Pencil. books, no more yeah. teachers' dirty looks. Except, except the ones that I'm given. I'm the motherfucking dirty look giver now, bitch. I run this. Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. What What is your PhD in? What My PhD. Oh Christ. Uh, <laughs> the quick answer is English. Yes. The, the long answer is composition and rhetoric. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll so we'll go with English. Doctor. Yeah. We'll just say. We'll just say English, yeah. It's PH death metal. PH death. PH death. <laughs> <laughs> PH doctor of a doctor of philosophy. And composition and rhetoric. <laughs> <laughs> and water. That's so cool, man. I'm so I'm I'm so psyched for you. Thank you, man. I'm I'm uh, psyched for you. I'm psyched for both of us. It's uh it's you know, we're in a world um just that continuously accelerates toward what I am assuming is going to be like a fiery and horrible end. Um, And there is a lot of suffering around us right now. And a lot of very substantial political developments have taken place since you and I talked last. Definitely. But, but I, I do genuinely feel like I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life right now. And, And like, there is a twinge of guilt for that because, because there is so much fucking misery in this country and in the world right now. But at the same time, if I'm feeling good about myself, I am in the best position to do good things for other people. Um, and that's sort of, uh, that's, that's the mantra, man. That's our mission, man. To make that is, that's, good positivity, man. Exactly. 
positive, genuine positivity, hey. real positivity, positivity as a reaction um, to, to negativity and then positivity that is deployed in a kind of a practical way, right? I feel like the, the hashtag optimism is something that, that, you know, it does have its place to sort of bring people's spirits up or whatever, but, um, and it's, it's, you know, that's legitimate. Um, but at the same time, I, I do think that if you can sort of get out into other spaces that maybe the internet doesn't quite, doesn't quite have as much control over uh, in some cases, like a classroom, Yes. Um, you're sort of you're sort of positioned to try and do to try and do good other ways, and I'm I'm looking forward to trying to keep that a priority uh, as I move forward. And I'll fail because we all do, but you know you try. But we're here focused on the mission, and that's why I say that this podcast couldn't have happened at a more perfect time because we're fucking both, right, brother. We're both in the best places we've been, and that's absolutely that's what man. I wanted. Dude, I'm so glad. I'm so fucking stoked for you, man. Like my. Thanks, bro. Marriage, like my marriage has been like one of, it's the best thing I've ever done with my life. Like my wife is my partner and my best friend. You, by the way, she says, hello. I told her, I was like, I'm going in the office to do a podcast with Zach. And she was like, oh, tell him I said hi. Hell yeah. Um, I say, what's up, man? She rocks. She does, man. And, and like that, I, I hope you have every bit of that and more. I hope that oh, she dude. Has. Yeah. She's a fucking beast, dude, straight up. She's excellent. Yeah. She, uh, she, she runs two of her own businesses. She's rock, shit. she's rock and roll. She's super sweet. She's oh, super smart. She's super hot. It's amazing. Entre- entrepreneur. I'm, I, dude, that's awesome, man. I'm so glad. I'm happy for both of y'all. Thank you, man. I can't wait to, uh, we'll, we'll all hang out. We'll, we'll double date it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Have to. We'll go see Napalm Death. <laughs> I will happily, I would happily go see Napalm Death again on a double date. I think that would be like a super super fun thing to do and sit there we could bug the shit out of them the entire you know those uh the meme format where it's like a gorgeous woman with like some fucking dude like whispering in her ear or whatever and he is clearly very engaged and she obviously just wants to be fucking anywhere else that's 100%. me and that's me and you yes. talking to our wives at the napalm death show now this song this is a song from their album <laughs> blah, blah, blah. so true did that's you like- know that Barney is actually 56 years old, you know, so like, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Let me watch yeah, yeah. the show. <laughs> it's totally true, but it's, it's totally, uh, totally great too. I just took her to see Steel Panther. That was a ton of fun. Oh yeah. I bet it was, man. I I've, I've never really gotten too far into their studio stuff. I've heard a couple of the singles, but at, at, you know, as far as live shows go, it sounds like a fun raunchy time for everybody and yeah. ho- hopefully a, a harmless fun raunchy time for everybody. Totally. So, that was totally. Yeah. She's not super into extreme metal but she appreciates it she'll come hang yeah you know what i mean yeah that's sure. like, most chicks aren't into extreme metal which i, I that's that's i feel like that's okay to say i feel like that i feel like that's i mean you know it's obviously it's going to be anecdotal you're going to have different yeah. places and different you know in in different experiences you might have more one way or, or more another but yeah i think that it's it is safe to say that the, the vast majority of metal shows are a sausage fest which um that's fine yeah. Which is which you you know which is which is fine as long as it's not a a host as long as it's not like that because it is a hostile environment towards people who are not sausage fest members and and that's not cool and that is the case in in a lot of places but like I feel like the only way to change that is to continue to make and 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 nurse connections and relationships right like right. we we can't. Uh, kicking people out of the scene or making drastic changes like that. That's definitely like a valid response that I think a lot of people 
uh, rightly pursue when they find themselves, you know, not feeling safe in a, in a space where metal is performed or not feeling welcomed or included in a space where metal is performed. Right. Um, that's a valid response, but at the same time, you know, when you, when you kick somebody out, they just go somewhere else and become somebody else's problem. And if you, if you yourself are one of the people who has sort of been on the receiving end of that, uh, I would never say to you, you need to make this your problem. You've, you've done enough and your, you know, your safety and your comfort needs to come first. But for somebody like me who, who doesn't really have, I, I have never once felt threatened at a metal show. I have never once felt out of place. You know what I mean? Because I have that sort of more comfortable foundation to sit on. And because I have been a piece of shit in various different course, various different kinds and various different ways throughout my life. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have the responsibility to kind of be, be willing to use diplomacy to an extent to try and, and, and get somewhere with the things about this thing that we love so much um, that drive people away from it or that, or that push people away from it. Because I feel like it, I feel like it's for everybody and I, and I want it to be, you know, and this is you, all- your listener, death metal is for you. Yeah. Even if you're listening to this through the, uh, the health and wellness lens of death comes lifting and are That's like, right, what the fuck is death metal? Not now, you know, where we're going to slide it in on you, you know? Oh yeah. This is death this metal. Is we're bringing the worlds together. It's really life metal. Let's it really real. is. Let's be real. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, of, man, what's been on? I know you, there's, this is probably its own podcast in itself, but oh, fuck, what, here what's, we go. Been, what's been cooking on your recent listening playlist, man? What's, on, what are on, you vibing on hard? My recent listening playlist um, has been a lot of the, the, the new you know, I'm a fucking magnet for new stuff. And a lot of that has kind of had to take a back seat um, to the the very demanding uh, and pressured work schedule that I have had for the last six months. But sure, sure. I've so I haven't been I haven't been uh, trawling the depths quite the way I I did the last time we were doing the show on a regular basis. But number one, um, I have Patrick to do that for me now, (laughs) because he fucking does that shit uh, obsessively. He's Um, he is dude, he is the man and we'll we'll you know, without getting too far into anything, like he and I working together is certainly not over, and, and I, that will be that will be addressed at a at, at a later date very soon. I'm now, sure, I'm sure. Re- regarding the stuff that I have heard and enjoyed this year, I am just going to start like sort of from the top. I think um, just because I don't remember exactly what we have and haven't talked about. Is that cool? Or do you, do yeah, you dude, let's a- do this. Let's do this. I'm, I'm excited. I have a pen ready and I'm like writing down stuff. I don't know. Well, some of it's going to be shit that you absolutely already know. Yeah, like, know. Obviously like that. So half dropped their second album, all that was promised earlier in the year. And just, Jesus Christ, man, it yeah. is such an incredible, emotional, dense, accomplished record. Um, everything that you loved, everything that I loved about of rotten ruin is, is mm-hmm. there. Um, but just dialed up. And that seems like such a fucking cliche way to put it, but I don't really know how else to, to say how else to describe what it is that they're doing. They're doing something very, very complex and, and multifaceted, but at the same time, they, they make it seem, uh, so natural and so easy. And it's just, it, it's just really fucking good music. And like, yeah. All that shit aside, the riffs fuck, and that's 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 the most important part, right? It is. They actually played at the. Uh, I don't know if you ever see my ads for. I, I teach Black Sabbath yoga. At, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, at this heavy metal coffee shop in Pittsburgh called Black Forge, and they actually played there in support of that album. That was 
fucking incredible, man. Sick, dude. Yeah, man. I, I got to, uh, I, oh, another thing that happened. I went to Maryland Death Fest um, back at the end of May. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I got to meet uh, Frank and Pete from Half and hang out with them. Fucking awesome dudes. Awesome dudes. Um, just really, really cool. It's one of those situations where getting to know them as individuals, specifically Frank, just because I've had more interactions with him, getting to know musicians as individuals and then becoming an even bigger fan of their music is like one of the most rewarding sort of coincidental experiences for me, you know, because that's not always the case. Sometimes you... Sometimes it's reverse. Exactly. And we were very, we were incredibly lucky with our, our guests uh, on Lifts and Riffs, but, you know, everybody probably had, or I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people probably have like that one band who, you know, you found out something or you had a negative interaction or somebody that you know had a negative interaction with a member and it just kind of soured it for you. And I've been so lucky, uh, number one, that that didn't happen on our show but also number two that I've been able to sort of, like you said, do the reverse and just uh, really like dive in even further to loving a band because you, you love the dudes that are in it so much or the people that are in it so much. Yeah. Uh, so half, obviously don't fucking miss that. The new immolation record is a masterpiece, but that's not fucking news. Like right. if you're not fucking with immolation, you're fucking yourself. And that I feel is uh, something that you sh- should remedy. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The new undeath record, It's Time to Rise from the Grave, is some of the most fun, bouncy ass fucking death metal that I've ever heard. Um, it's everything that you want, like thematically um, and m- musically. Like, yes, you know, it is. There's so much like kill era cannibal corpse worship in the guitar so on, on that album. And uh, you saw a lot of that in on their first record too, but the second record, it seems like they're really sort of pushing out into, like in the title track, there's some more melodic stuff that they're trying. Um, the big, the first track opens with this fucking so cannibal corpsey man, a little bit little yeah. little bass noodle going into this like yeah. churning riff, and then the lyrics, you know, like Alex's lyrics are fucking awesome because like they're grotesque, but they're also hilarious. Um, and I feel like the tongue in cheek aspect of death metal is is like, you know not necessary but when somebody can do sort of grotesque and hilarious in equal measure like carcass um i feel like that's something to aspire to and something to celebrate so if you haven't heard undeaths it's time to rise from the grave fucking get on it speaking of carcass uh the new record from pharmacist flourishing extremities on unspoiled mental grounds is fucking heavy and gross as shit but the songs are like super long so, you know, that's obviously not what you're expecting at, at, at first from like a from a Gorgorine band. But like Carcass, who they who they've emulated so much, there's just been a ton of evolution in their sound uh, since they started putting stuff out. And Flourishing Extremities is just a really accomplished uh, batch of songs. And they're all really long, but they're all really engaging. And I think that that's a cool thing to uh, to be yeah. able to pull off. Uh, Organectomy just dropped a new record called Nail Below Nail, Ignorant Slam to the nth degree. Uh, there was a split. There was another slam split between uh, Cranium and uh, um, oh, fuck. Existential Dissipation. Yes, I always get their name mixed up. But uh, they put out a split that was really good, specifically because it was uh, Bob Shaw who sang in Existential Dissipation and Cuff um died of leukemia earlier this year this was his last last recorded appearance um so 
Damn. Definitely an important, important thing for him. But at the same time, it's just solid. You know, the cranium shit is as disgusting as ever, which, you know, you can, you can take or leave that depending on how you feel. But if you have never checked out existential, existential dissipation before, and you like ignorant heavy slam, check that shit out. Uh, Corpse Grinder solo record was fantastic. The last analepsy record was absolutely fantastic. Quiescence that came out, I guess, a month, maybe two months ago. Um, Sven from Aborted has dropped two different projects, uh, one of them called Fetal Blood Eagle and one of them called Coffin Feeder. Uh, both of those are a blast. Um, specifically, I, I like that there's like a deathcore bounce um to coffin feeder that i really enjoy um and that's that's definitely worth checking out our boys in cryptic hatred dropped their second album or i guess it's technically their i, I don't know i guess they're calling the demo the first album but yeah. whatever they're calling this it's called it its name is nocturnal sickness and it rules so definitely it's great. That out. It great yeah i'm just gonna keep going with keep this going, now because man. it's been so but, long yeah man we need this we do, we do. Um, more ignorant shit. Putrefied J dropped a record called Annihilating the Week. It's fantastic. Um, the singer is also in a band called Neuromoral Dissonance, and they're going to be dropping something against uh, something soon. It's a new EP. Um, both of those releases are on Vile Tapes out of Russia, um, who is just fucking killing the brutal death metal game right now. Um, Bloodbath, uh, not Bloodbath, Bludgeoned um, from. Uh, our, our boy, John, our boy, like we've had him on the show or something, we haven't. My boy, who I've never met, but whose vocals I really enjoy, a guy by the name of John Huber, um, who was in, he was in um, I Declare War for their first record, which was really good. Um, and then he was in Pathology for two records that were really good. Um, and we had Dan from Pathology on here. Uh, it's, it's crazy how many people we've had on the show. I know, right? Um so yeah, that's just a demo, but it's worth checking out. Um, Peeling Flesh dropped um, a new release. Have we talked about Peeling Flesh at all? No. Peeling Flesh is I am ignorant a, to it for sure. Okay. Well, speaking of ignorance, Peeling Flesh is some of the most ignorant shit you'll ever hear in your life in okay. the best way possible. Like Let's all of go. their like. First of all, it's it's brilliant slam. Like if you love slam, you're going to love this band regardless. Like that that at its baseline should make you a fan of them. But they're they're doing some different shit with it, um, which I think is really interesting and fun. If you look on Metal Archives, one of the uh, their lyrical topics is thuggery, which I think is funny. And they have a lot of, you know, in Slam, we love our samples, right? And they've got samples from like Next Friday and uh, like fucking mixtapes and shit. Like it's just it's it's hilarious because there is like that Friday, that, yeah, like that dissonance that. on there that you kind of. I don't yeah. expect but like they have a song called mr nasty time like they're having fun they're having fun playing this shit and it's heavy as hell they got a ton of people involved they put out like three releases already the most recent one is an ep called human pudding i love that dude yeah dude it is fucking awesome like that. it rules okay it, yeah it's I'm good this out for sure uh sentient horror who i actually i don't think it was the first one but I, I, when me and you first started talking, when I was, yeah, when I was doing reviews on the Death Come Lifting website, I did right. uh, Sentient Horror's last record. They dropped a new record called Rites of Gore um, on our buddy Tommy, Tommy's Redefining Darkness label, which is fantastic. Uh, Meshuggah's album, Immutable, obviously is the shit. Um, Origins' new album, Chaosmos, is the shit. Yes, it is. I just listened uh, to that today, actually. 
Jungle Rot, the new Jungle Rot. Fucking awesome. Can't forget about Jungle Rot. They had a tour plan that they had to scrap, and that fucking sucks. I don't know what happened, but hopefully everybody's okay. Yeah. Um, and they can get back out there and tour this thing because you know that I'm a Jungle Rot junkie. Um, Same. They're awesome. And they, well, they are awesome, but like, even though, like, I, I have enjoyed their last two records quite a bit, but even having said that, the new record absolutely crushes the last two records that they dropped. I think um, so. Too. Yeah, so like if you if you like fucking, we continuously describe them as meat and potatoes death metal, but I also think we need to make sure and 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 sort of acknowledge the the heavy thrash influence that their later shit has. Um, if that sounds good to you, fuck hard with Jungle Rod. So good. And then in the mail yesterday, um, I got the new Inhuman Condition album, Fear Sick, which fucking rules. And. Okay. And ironically, I also received the new EP from Massacre, uh, which is titled Mythos. Um, if you don't know, if, if the people listening don't know why that's ironic, do I need to explain that or can they, will they look it up? Or uh, I feel like let's explain that because even right. I really don't know. The ironic. So Inhuman Condition is a, is a newer band um, consisting of dudes who have been around for a very long time. Um, one of whom is Terry Butler, uh, who was in a band called Six Feet Under, who was in a band called Death, who was in a band called Massacre. Shit. Um, I didn't even yeah. know this, bro. You're seeing anything. Yeah. Big. He's a he's a he's a big name. Obviously, you know he he plays an obituary now. Um, obviously, yeah. one of the most important death metal. One of the most, I'd say, you know, one of the genres founding base leaders. Uh, so he's in the band with um, Taylor Nordberg and Jeremy Kling from the Absence. And Taylor Nordberg joined Deicide recently, um, which is also cool. And Inhuman Condition is these three dudes, and it came about because Taylor and Jeremy uh, joined Massacre when, when Terry Butler was still part of the band a few years ago, and they wrote a new Massacre record, and I don't know what happened, and I don't care, but for some reason, those songs did not end up getting used as Massacre songs. Massacre went with another group of songwriters, and Massacre released a fucking killer record last year called Resurgence. Um, but basically what Inhuman Condition then became, those songs that weren't used by Massacre were good and the dudes knew that they were good. So what they decided to do is form a different band and put that record out. They released a record a couple of years ago called Rat God um, that was really good, that was supposed to have been a Massacre record and they just dropped a new record that I assume they wrote all of these songs like as Inhuman Condition. Uh, but if you look at Inhuman Condition's artwork, like the letters are in the same logo style as the old Massacre logo. Massacre okay. dropped. Massacre had an, uh, an EP called Inhuman Condition with a song on it called Inhuman Condition. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. It's ironic um, that I received both Massacre and kind of Massacre in the same mail day <laughs> maybe irony isn't the word after all uh no, but funny how about funny it was just the death metal gods sprinkling some blessings upon you for all the work you do indeed hopefully i would it. appreciate that That's um a couple more yeah. gutricide jesus christ gutricide put out a heavy as fuck record on um corpse gristle down in texas that shit rips all right uh, how do you spell that what's well, i don't know that one g-u-t-h uh, g-u-t Yes. R I C Y D. Got it. Got it. 
Gutricide. One, I don't know. The song Texas Curb Stop. I'm already sold. <laughs> that's the one that I've got on my list, actually. I have a I have a 20 I have a 2022 best of list so far that I'm nice. that I'm pulling all this shit from. And that oh, is great. the song that I selected to go in there. We can just count on you, man. Yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> and I guess I love this shit. I guess the last one um is a we so our our tape our trocar tape uh, was released very graciously and very very coolly by uh, a gentleman uh by the name of taylor who runs a label called scum lord and so when we when we finally nailed down the details and and came to an agreement to put uh to put our demo out on tape on uh, on that label i started looking through the label you know trying to see some i was already familiar with the label obviously but i just kind of wanted to get a better look of of who all was there what all he had in his distro and there is a one-man project called lipoma that is a definitely like the classic gore grind aesthetic Ooh. um you know, like the cover of the album is like medical shit and the songs are all like titled medical procedures and stuff like that. But the music um, is really, really developed. Like a lot of the, you know, the vocals are very much, are very much gore grind, you know, it's just pitch shifted um, insanity. Uh, but like, there's a lot of, there's riffs there um, and they stand out and they're melodic and they've got like thrash elements and progressive elements. And I think that shit's really cool too. And I'm specifically mentioning Lipoma and I will continue to specifically mention Lipoma because I really think that we should do a split with them, uh, a trocar Lipoma split. So homeboy, do it, get at me. Um, and we'll do some, we'll do some fucking gore grind. Now that the podcast is up and running, we have more leverage with shit like that. So we, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Maybe I can get him on here. Maybe I can be like, Hey man. Yeah. That's uh, what's he, up. Well, we, we both found that we met. Um, we didn't meet. We, we, we connected online on on instagram um and i found out that he is a is just defended his dissertation in the spring semester so he's a fucking phd in sociology and i finished my phd this summer um and i just thought like how many how many phd dudes in gore grind bands are there you know like those two things seem like relatively disparate on their on their uh, surface, of course. Uh, now that I've said that out loud, I'm probably dead fucking wrong, and there are millions of us. But I feel like if you have a label, if you have a label that has two gore grind bands on it, and both of those gore grinds have PhDs in there, you have a responsibility, all of us involved, to do yes. something together. So hopefully that'll happen. And if you're out there and you have a PhD and you're in a metal band, we want to talk to you. We yeah, man, get in touch. Let's shoot the shit. Yeah. It is, that is, you know, easily the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I kicked dope. <laughs> so that's fucking saying something. <laughs> yeah. um, but but like, just write that on my wall. That's yeah, like it's the inspirational it, quote of the month. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it, it's, you know, it, it's designed to, uh, yeah, to weed out the weak and feeble minded, brother. <laughs> that is not you. I, fortunately for me, I had people to carry me through it. Um, True. but, there is definitely there is there is definitely like a gatekeeping element built into it you know there are a lot of there's a lot of uh you got to stick to it for a long time and you've got to do work and you've got to do all this other shit and there's a whole lot of pressure to succeed um and it's uh it's a fucking pressure cooker man but now that it's over again you know i feel really accomplished i'm feeling good about my life i'm really fucking just enjoying chilling right now dude like i don't i don't have anything hanging over my head um, all of the projects that I'm working on are like not on deadlines or anything. So I get to kind of fuck with that. I'm, you know, yeah, dude. Yeah. I love this. This is why this is perfect, man. It's but good not, times. Man. Yeah. 
Are, are you uh, you back on any sort of a gym routine now that you're Dude, a little bit more free? You barely, barely. What's going down? I fucking I burned out on the gym hardcore. Like we have we have a nice gym in our building. I think we went down there, didn't we? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It I, is. It's it's nice. It's nice um, it's, it's nice, and I, you know, I, I'm probably being, I am being overcautious, uh, but, you know, even in D.C. now, there are no mask regulations, um, and there's usually a pretty decent amount of people in the gym since it's the summer, and I just, I, between, like, feeling like a hamster in a cage and being in there with a lot of people who weren't ma- wearing masks, I was like, I'm just going to let them have this place, and I'm going to go back outside. Um so pretty much I've been running, uh, sticking to my running routine outdoors, which obviously, you know, is way fucking more difficult in the summer when it's 90 degrees outside, oh, Yeah, but it makes the work that you do when you're outside go a lot farther, or at least I think that's the absolutely, case. um, you're the cardio killer, man. That was your, your original moniker. <laughs> well, I dude, and I was like, I was getting up to some fucking serious distances though. I think. So I ran a marathon in 2013 and that was, uh, you know, that was, that was difficult then, but I didn't do anything like that again until, uh, the half marathon that I ran back in November. And then somewhere between November and when it was still cold outside. So I guess April, I hit like 17 and a half miles one day, um, doing it like a, at a steady fucking 10 minute mile. And that to me was fucking, that was really cool, man. That was a huge, huge achievement. Now, (laughs) now uh, I'm lucky if I hit like seven or eight, just because it's so fucking hot outside. But But those, those seven or eight are really fucking hard miles to run. So I'm doing that. And just because I'm an old man, um, I am doing some variation to uh to keep the knees and the joints nice and lubed up i got a couple of days a week where i am still going into the gym not to lift uh but to do the stationary bike and the stair climber hell yeah man yep what about you what are you focusing on right now oh man well i think the last time we talked i was deep in my yoga teacher training yes so i was basically just doing yoga with like a little bit of weights you know a little bit of gym time maybe yeah yeah two three days a week and I was eating a very strict vegan diet because that is the that is the philosophy of, of the yogis. So I wanted to indulge in that and see what was up on the other side in vegan world. And I think I learned a lot. I think I had a, an enlightening. There are many, I think many, I there are many secrets of the vegans. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just feel like different, like totally, you know, especially yeah. when you're doing like the yoga thing and it's all about like consciousness. And like that's what really sold me on. It's like I don't want to ingest all this bad karma and death and shit, you know, <laughs> like that's what that's, you know, causes bad things to happen in, in the deep, you know, mystical yogi world. Yeah, but sure. you do feel better. I mean, you, you have like a, a lightened whole, whole vibe about you. Um, but with me, I have, I have some food allergies that really made it hard for me to get protein in. I think yeah. We talk hard. about that. Yeah. I'm allergic to legumes, which is uh, chickpeas, lentils, Everything, be, everything vegans eat for protein. You're cursed. Right. Basically. I'm cursed. So I got, I was, uh, I really totally enjoyed the yoga journey and I still teach you, I teach yoga very regularly and I love it, but I, uh, cut back on the vegan thing and went back to uh, eating, you know, meat and protein and the, the whole deal more like a bodybuilding balanced diet. And I yeah. started, started lifting weights a little more regularly. Oh, shit. Got pretty jacked and pretty strong as you can see everybody. Oh, yeah. 
but uh so now i'm just yeah i'm, I'm, I'm training for strength and awesome and, man. yeah bodybuilding and stuff and doing yoga too so it's well, just, you, just a balance and i probably go about seven miles every two weeks on nice a so <laughs> if you if you uh, count all my cardio in two weeks it's probably one of your run sessions but well you're looking good you're feeling good that's what matters man. i feel good man i do i feel i feel different it's just a very interesting interesting journey i like to i got yeah it is and that's i i, I do as as we are moving into sort of death comes lifting as it like like a whole whole podcast instead of having you know like a separate podcast for shows and stuff one of the one yeah. of the things that i on my journey that i want to make explicit as often as possible is that this is a, a journey definitely <laughs> health is a journey right definitely. there is no destination and, and i lived the first probably 28 years of my life um if not long, well, no, fucking longer than that for sure. Um, I guess maybe the first like 35 years of my life. So relatively recent thinking that there was just this magical place that you could get to and maintain it and hold it forever. And that's just not healthy. Um, and since I, you know, I, you know, went back to therapy in 2019 and, and got treatment for OCD and a number of different, a number of different things that had kind of uh, shaped the way that I saw the world. But like I, one of the things that I have continued to embrace more and more, especially since you and I have been doing podcasts is just that this is a journey and that it cycles. Right. Um, I gained like 15 pounds in June uh, just because of, you know, stress, fucking not only the hormone shit, but also just stuff in my face being like, fuck it, man, I'm going to eat. Uh, I'm going to take this month to just get this horrible, arduous task done. Um, and then deal with the fallout afterwards. And like, I've dropped eight pounds since then, I think I'm gonna try and lose like six more, five, seven more, something like that. But it's cycles. Thank you, man. Well, I mean, it's, it's all, there are going to be times when other things are going to take priority and you know, how you choose to deal with that is entirely up to you, but I am finally at a point in my life where I'm okay saying, all right, I'm not gonna, I don't want I don't want my relationship with fitness to be about a neurosis specifically, uh, like the, the compulsion to do it, like in a pathological way. I don't, I don't want that to be the reason that I engage with this shit. Um, I want it to be an experience. I want it to be something that I enjoy. I want like, I want my body to benefit, but I also want my mind to benefit as well. Um, and it's, that's not always something that, people that's not always a connection i think that we that we that we make with exercise right because a lot of a lot of the culture that surrounds physical fitness is more focused on appearance um and is uh you know more more focused on things that are things that are important even if they're surface level um and i think that while that's understandable it does sort of do some damage to the connection between mind and and body that you can that you can really enjoy and that you can really improve um, with a fitness routine. And so like, I used to be, I'd be really hard on myself if I was doing a run and I had to stop and walk for whatever reason. But like now it's hot as fuck outside. Uh, I'm living in a really cool city. If I want to stop and walk a block and like, look around, take a look at the buildings, take a look at the fucking tourists, take a look oh, at yep. the trees. I'm going to do that. You know, like, uh, it's, uh, I'm, 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 nobody can go to the grindstone 
10 days a week, you know what I mean? And, That's right. try, and try to get a doctorate and try to run a business and try to live your life, man. Like you have to learn, learn how to be easy on yourself and balance it. And that's a, that's a lesson hard learned, but for, you know, for someone that's not completely engrossed in the fitness world, as much as I am like you, that's very like a an insightful thing. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad you have that relationship with your mind and body. A lot of people don't, it takes a long time to get there. You know? it, it did. It did take a, it, it did take a long time to get there. And obviously it's going to take work to stay there. And like, you know, yeah. that, that in and of itself is a journey and Jesus. has cycles yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like that, that, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you're frustrated with, you know, not being able to adapt to change the way that you would like and not being able to adapt your routine to change the way that you would like, or if you're just fucking bothered by the fact that you're getting tired of exercising and you don't fucking want to do it anymore. You just don't want to. Yeah. Like those things make sense. And you know, don't necessarily just stop and not do anything, but don't push yourself so hard that you completely burn out and you collapse, like find a way to, to keep that in your life and, and maybe shift energies around if you need to shift priorities around if you need to, but like, don't, don't burn yourself out, but don't completely walk away either. There's, there's middle ground. And in that middle ground, uh, there's, 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 there's thriving, there's flourishing, there's benefits. Of course. And it doesn't happen overnight. You gotta, you, you gotta just, uh, be thankful every day. Be proud of yourself for making it there every day. Even if you get to the gym and you feel like you put in 20% effort, well, that's, you know, Way you showed more, up. Way more than sitting on the couch. You put on your shoes. You did good, man. So you showed up. Exactly. I get that. Uh, that's the most complaint I get. Being a you know yoga teacher, we talk about meditation a lot, and a lot of people are like, "I just can't meditate, right?" Because yeah. Like every I sit down and just like I think of a million things, and like it just doesn't work for me. I'm not a meditator. You know, that's like what everybody says, and I'm like, well, nobody is. That happens <laughs> to everybody. That happens to exactly me all the time, and you just have to be proud of yourself for showing up and trying to do it. The fact that you sat down and tried to meditate, we're calling that a good day. You know, sure. you have to believe that though, you know, tell yourself that then as you do it, you'll get better at it. It's weird, but that's, that's all it takes. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's, it, it is, it is a process. Like you said, you know, I don't do, I don't do yoga and I, I don't meditate regularly. Um, but I, I did, those things. Um, as recently as the beginning of this year, I was using a subscription service that had like, uh, mindfulness exercises and oh, cool, like, yoga that you could do like in an office chair stuff like yeah. that. And I, you know, I found those things really helpful. And now that I, I, <laughs> I probably needed them way more over the last six months and, and, yeah, and should have prioritized idea. keeping them around. But unfortunately those were one of the things that I cut out of my routine. And now that, now that all of this is over, I would like to be able to get back into that. Um, yeah. Well, uh, obviously I'm here for you. If you need anything in that realm, brother, I know it. listening, like, you know, we're here to help. That's why we do this. That's, you know, you have to take it back to your reason, your why, like why sure. are we doing this in the first place? to help everybody out and create a positive association with music and exercise and lifestyle and just it's important yeah foster a good community and that's that's really the that's really the point so anybody out there just shoot reach out if you need help yes and Perfect. if you if you want to talk about riffs like you can reach if you out. want to talk about riffs what have uh what have you been listening to either you're sort of my window on the world for uh, you know you're a metalhead uh through hey. and through but you also have a much broader palette 
musically than I do. So you're kind of my window on the world. What, uh, what, yeah, what, what's been in the, what's been jamming in the crypt lately? Oh man, so much, as you know, and this is what I love for, for those of you like new to this listening, just coming in like Schuler is a genius and he's obsessive and crazy. Oh. <laughs> I just about death metal. Like that's your thing. Yes. So I have you don't venture too far outside of that, which no, I, I don't, I don't I love that about you. I'm, I love death metal. Like not equally as much as you do, but pretty fucking hard. That's like, yeah, I, grew, I grew up on that. It's a sliding scale, man. It's that's yeah. that's entirely subjective. But I just I listen to absolutely everything, um, and just because I'm a, I'm a music nut. But let's see, let's let's throw up. So I really like, and I'm I'm gonna come out the gate weird on this one because please do. I really, and this is it's not a joke. I tell everybody this; they think I'm joking. I love the new Corn record. No shit. Corn, yeah. I haven't listened to a corn record since I was 14, probably. You know what I mean? They're just one yeah. of the bands I didn't I didn't keep up with. And then I saw they were doing like a dubstep thing, like you know, five, ten years ago. I'm like, I just <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna like respectfully check out of course the dubstep. Yeah, years. that did it for me. And then somebody recommended to me, like, you should check out this new corn album. And I'm like, no, I'm good, but I did, and it's really interesting, it's really well produced, it's really catchy, it's like a really good just rock and roll record you is know it, it doesn't it sound the, like new metal no there's there's no rapping it's just like good catchy jams and you know it's not for everybody probably but i really dig it I, i've been listening to it a lot um he does a scat singing you know like freak on a leash yeah man like i i you so, worship I worshipped corn when I was a kid, and, and yeah. I I definitely had my sort of angry young man phase when I moved away from that and thought it was fucking stupid and all these other sure. stupid thoughts that I no longer have. Obviously, like I don't hate corn. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I've gone back a bunch of times and tried to listen to it and find something to enjoy, like I did with a lot of the the new metal stuff or the new metal leaning stuff as well that I listened to back when I was in high school. And something about corn, man, I just can't. I just don't reconnect. I don't connect with it the way that I used to. And I, I, I don't want to force it, you know, completely get that. Yeah. But um, if I wake up one morning and I'm like, oh, man, I want to check out corn. I hope I hope that I will. Requiem. I hope I'll follow through with that. Requiem, new corn record. I can't speak on like any of the other ones, but I liked it. You know? I'm glad, dude. I'm glad. I, uh, I really like the new Batman movie and I really like the new Batman soundtrack. I've been listening to that when I work out a lot. Sweet. Like, it's fucking savage. The new Batman soundtrack. Awesome. Do you, do you feel like a fucking hero? Like Totally. You? Yeah. I feel like I'm weightless. You know, I could just do anything when That's I was. What's up? And I think all things considered, I think Robert Pattinson was a pretty fucking good Batman. Dude, I love that movie. Like it was, yeah. it was real fucking long. Took us two nights to get through it. It's a little um, long. Most of those movies but- are too long. But, yeah, but it was it, he. You know, he did a great job. I thought the story was really cool too. You know, it was not. Uh, it's the same. It, you know, it's the same thing everybody's saying. It was more of a detective movie than I think a lot sure. of the other the other Batman stuff, like a murder mystery kind of vibe. And yeah. I don't have skin in the game as like a diehard Batman fan. Like, obviously, I read comics when I was a kid, and I've, I've loved Batman movies all my life. But like, if they if they weren't faithful to the source material, I wouldn't be brokenhearted. Having said all of that, it was a refreshing change of pace from from what you'd expect from a Batman movie. I liked it. I agree, and I thought I thought that it was cool. That it was dark, you know. They showed yeah. like the sad goth boy side of Batman, which they <laughs> you know, they haven't shown. I think that's cool, you know. Yeah. But you can't like out fucking uh. Who's the dude's name? If I'm blanking on his name, the, the dude who plays Batman in Christopher Nolan movies. What the fuck? Uh, Christian Bale. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't outdo him. So just you know, yeah. do it differently. I thought do that was different. great. Precisely. The new Crowbar album's awesome. Our brother's down in New Orleans with uh, oh man, fucking Goator. Great sludgy. It's called Zero and Below. Yeah. Yeah, really heavy. Great riffs. The riffs fuck. Um, that's, that's Kirk, man. That's what he does. That's his business. Yeah. I think the the new Undeath record is probably my favorite record of the year so far. Isn't it awesome? Isn't it? I've just had such a good time with that, and I just it uh, listening to. I've listened to it the most of new records because it's just like the replay value for me. It's just like I just have a good time. We need to get those dudes on. We do, man. It's 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 a super engaging record. Um, yeah. Definitely, it, they you know you can tell they're having fun. And if people have listened to Lifts and Riffs before, you will know that that is something that I continuously come back to as a mark of of, of music that I enjoy. You know, when and you can tell I that they're love, enjoying themselves. Just like our horror movies, like a little tongue in cheek aspect. Don't oh take yeah, too seriously, but it's really good at the same time. Like that's that's perfect to me. That's yeah. perfect death metal to me. So undead. agreed, agreed. Septic Flesh, Modern Primitive. I love Septic Flesh. Yeah, we've talked about that. I know you're really into Septic Flesh. I, yeah. I have not heard the new one. It's great. Um, I think it's their first happy? one on um, no, Nuclear Blast. Yeah, they oh, nice. Nuclear Blast. So it's their first one. So good, dude. Solid. It sent me down a Septic Flesh rabbit hole. The uh, It's funny how, uh, you know, Flesh God Apocalypse is like the uh, Orca orchestral death metal from rome and their yeah. <laughs> septic flesh is from athens so you kind of yeah. do like juggernauts but something about septic flesh i uh, i give the edge to i think their their classical arrangements and shit are just like fucking masterful and and the hellraiser bodysuits the uh seriously yeah that so shit that rules dude, did you know he's like uh he's a visual artist too yeah and he does Seth like zero anton i didn't know that he does like yeah. all these album covers that are like awesome that i had no idea that was him very talented guy. I actually, I, I probably am more familiar with that aspect of his work than I am with with Septic Flesh. I've only owned one Septic Flesh record, and it was really good. What, what was the one that had Vampire from Nazareth on it and Pyramid God on it? This is the Great um, Mass. The Great Mass. Yes, I yeah. owned it and I really enjoyed it. But I awesome. guess, I guess maybe I found it at a point in my life when I was just kind of gravitating towards other shit, and I, I never really came back. But like, I'm not opposed to checking them out now. However, I do know you know what some of seth's work and he was on yeah. he was on the last aborted not the last aborted record but the one before that he does guest vocals every now and then guys oh, you know, cool. very His talented guy voice is insane yeah, yeah. insane so mm-hmm. much power in there um origin like we said love oh, that man. i love all of origins albums there's not a bad one agreed or, yeah i mean they're 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 consistent they're fucking they rip um and the two uh, obituary just dropping those double live albums of Cause of yeah. Death. Really, we rot. Like, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> that was a blessing. That was a contribution to the world. I've been listening to those like pretty much nonstop. So tight, tight. Yeah, that's it. And Mall is really good too. Um, oh man, Mall's fantastic. Mall's no, really they, good. They, yeah, they I've, are on- I've heard. I've heard their stuff piecemeal, you know, for a couple of years at this point. I got like three different splits with them on there, I think. Yeah. Funer- funerary exhumation, the uh, the one with Warflurch and Thorn. Good shit. Um, but they're really, they really got a chance to shine on the record, man. And obviously we love, we trust Tommy if he's going to fucking send some shit our way. Uh, we know that it's going to be solid. God, I'm not putting my foot in my mouth, am I? They are on Redefining Darkness. 
right? Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Oh, oh Good. yeah. We, oh. we know we, we know we can trust redefining darkness uh, for all of your death metal needs. And just one of the things about Maul, and I, I posted about this on Twitter yesterday and got a whole bunch of responses saying like, oh, he's the nicest guy ever. And I'm sure that he is. But have you ever seen the singer for Maul like while he's singing in Maul? No. Truly unhinged looking individual. Really? Fuck yeah, that. man. I love that. That's all. Awesome. He's got like there's a there's there's one picture somebody took of him and he's got like blood running down the front of his shirt. Um, and he's just like in midstream or whatever. But like it just looks like a motherfucker possessed man, a, a, a person you do not want to trifle with. And there's something interesting about that to me. But I love that. Yeah. Also the riffs. The riffs are good too. The riffs. Are are They're sweet and. Uh shameless plug for both myself and redefining darkness they are into on the into the darkness fest which depending on when we release this podcast not this weekend will happen next weekend the 29th and 30th of july in youngstown i'll be vending there and there's two days of just wall-to-wall awesome underground death metal imperial imperial triumphant is headlining solid uh, macabre which is classic Macabre uh, is fucking gross. You're gonna love. You like macabre, right? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're they're goats, and we may or may not be in contact with the uh, bands on the fest to do some podcasts in the future. So stay tuned for that. But go check oh, it out first. Oh shit! Tommy's just too busy. We wanted to get Tommy on. Yeah, I didn't know. He's I, just I don't know. Busy. I don't know if he wants people to talk about his day job or not, but he told me what his day job is. And I was like, yeah. God damn dog. How do you do this shit? Me too. That's what I said too. He's like, yeah, that's why he just like finding an hour to do this was just like really hard for him. And I, I get it, bro. He's like, yeah, a busy motherfucker. Yeah. So he sends love. We, we send love to him and he sends love to us and all of you listening. Go check out redefining darkness for sure. Yes. It never ends, man. It never ends. So was that, we really record for an hour already. I know, man. I feel like we just got on. What do we need? To, what else do we need to say? What do, What do we miss? Oh man. Well, we we need to. We need to. We just need to tell people to just stay tuned. I think. Yeah, man. I mean, okay. obviously, stay tuned. We're, um, you know, I guess you could call this. Can we call this a soft reboot? Soft reboot. I we, think we could we call this a call soft this soft reboot. A soft rebrand. Yeah, a soft reboot, a soft a soft rebrand. Um, if you enjoyed, yeah, if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed the Death Comes Lifting podcast up until now, if you enjoyed lifts and riffs, you know, like like Zach said at the beginning, all those things are still there. Um, they will never go away. You can listen to them wherever you listen to um, your your streamies, wherever you listen to your little little pods or your little shows. Um, but moving forward, man, we're going to try and expand sort of the, the slate of guests that we can pull from while still celebrating the things that we've done so far um, and just try and have some interesting conversations. Um, I think that that's. And have some fun, too. You know, well, yeah, we'll have, yeah. We'll have some fun ones. I want to do the, uh, the Sabbath Sundays maybe once a month. Yeah. Schedule like a Sabbath Sunday once a month and hammer out a Sabbath album. That'd be fun. I would, I would absolutely be down. Yeah. You know, I'm down for fucking Sabbath. For sure. All the time. And, you know, I get, uh, as I'm sure you do too, but more in the fitness world, people ask me questions all the time and whatever questions we get or from, we could have like a, uh, a Q and a kind of episode day once in a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Some fan questions or whatever, shit like that. Absolutely. We're going to have fun, man. That's what, that's what you have to look forward to. So if you liked hearing us babble, 
you hear us if, babble with more guests later. Yeah, you can hear us babble with other people. Um, and that I feel like adds a whole different dimension to the uh to the potential of the babbling. Could go anywhere, man. You never know. You just don't know. Or we might end up fucking talking about chicken. Or cannibal corpse. Or, black or cannibal black. corpse or cradle of filth. Cradle. Um that's that you know what? Let's set some fucking goals right now. Okay. We're getting Tony Martin on this podcast. Yes, we are. We're getting Danny Filth on this podcast. Yes, we are. Who else do we need? Bill Ward. We need Bill Ward on this podcast. Like fucking drowning people need air. Please, Bill Ward, come on the podcast. Yeah, he's like, he's my number one. That I want. I want Tony Martin, but Bill Ward would be Tony Martin. And I feel like he's. I feel like he's the only original member of Sabbath that we even have like a two percent chance of getting on the podcast. Yes, I feel like he is. uh, Well, he. You know, even if he obviously he's not you know active in sabbath anymore which nobody is but he also seems like a pretty accessible dude yeah and he, like because you know like he'll get online and like post poetry and shit like that that's that's cool to me that's laid back like that's totally he's right that yeah. seems like the type of dude who'd be like yeah we'll have a chat and blah 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 blah, blah. and yeah. i can't fucking do an english accent to save <laughs> my life but and he is literally he's, he's legitimately my favorite drummer ever it, he 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 laid the foundation man or he yeah. he he <laughs> He took the foundation and reappropriated it from some incredibly talented uh, blues players of color, um, and and you know gave it. That's how Black Sabbath was born. That's and how. Yeah, it would be different without him. You know, shaped shaped an entire genre. Who would you? Let's put each other on the spot here. If you had one person who's not a musician that you could get on the show, who would it be? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. For sure. How fucking rad would that be, man? That'd be so rad. I would love to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on the podcast. I, I feel like it's doable. I feel like it's okay. He's not he's not a politician anymore. He's yeah. not a politician. His his movie slate has obviously slowed way, way, way down. down. Yeah. Um we'll talk about lifting and hanging out. We won't even ask him any like, you know, important questions. I mean, I kind of want to talk about the group sex. I kind of want to hear him talk about orgies and stuff, but we'll I probably have to I feel like once you get into a certain league with a certain group of people, there's there's gonna be vetting that goes on beforehand where their people contact you and tell you what you can't ask. And I'm sure that that our That's boy Arnold yeah. Does not want to hear uh, from us about wanting to hear from him about in the 70s. <laughs> but, you know, he might want to talk about it because he might be like proud of it, you know? Like, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, he's, you know, that the, the, he's old. Yeah. And I, I feel like when you, when you get old, like a lot of these, all of our action heroes from when we were kids are like entering or are into their golden years. And I just, feel like those guys have lived really interesting lives and it'd be it'd be cool to sort of see at this juncture in their lives and in their careers what they feel like is the is the most important shit they have to pass on or the most important conversations they could have that would be interesting and i just really want to i need to know what arnold's favorite black sabbath album is oh man at at the end of the day how bad would it be if he just couldn't answer because he just wasn't familiar with I'm it. fully prepared for that. I'd be sad. For that reality. I'd be prepared. Like, I'd, I'd be prepared, but I'd be sad. How awesome would it be, though, if he had, like, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath ready to go? Or, like, he'd be sick. Or something. Yeah, that'd It'd be, be sick. like, it'd make my day. It'd yeah. make my life. Yeah. That would rip. What about you? Who's your dream guest, not a musician? Jamie Lee Curtis. Sweet. I feel like she'd be harder to get than Arnold. 
Probably so. Um, but she, you know, obviously she's an incredible actor. Um, she's oh, yeah. been a, a really important force behind a lot of, of important philanthropy. Um, and she's a health icon. I mean, she yeah, has, absolutely. you know, she has, um, she, she takes great care of herself. She's an advocate for other people once they get to a certain age to start, you know, taking, taking care, better care of their bodies. Um, and she's, you know, she's been doing this shit for a generation at this point and she's still kicking ass you know um she's specifically on my great also yeah she's right on my mind right now but yeah because the halloween ends trailer uh dropped i think it was supposed to drop today but it leaked yesterday or something yeah Maybe it was the day before yeah i can't wait to see it but she also just seems like a super every time you see an interview with her man she she just seems like somebody with some with some shit to say and i feel like for sure a cool person to have on. Yeah, let's, we're we're aiming high, man. There's we're aiming high. I'll fucking I wanna I wanna I wanna split an Activia, um, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah. Um and uh and also shoot the shit with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hopefully we can do some live shows too, some live recordings. Yeah. I think that's you know we're moving back into obviously this this uh, our our collaborating in the podcast was born of. Uh, of of pandemic woes and obviously you know the pandemic's not over and if you're if you think it's going to be a smooth summer strap the fuck in because you're about to have a rough ride um but we have certainly got better or um, those of us who choose to have certainly gotten better about mitigating a lot of those risks and um i say all of that i ramble all of that bullshit uh, to just agree with you and say like, yes, the opportunities and the chances for us to actually get together now that we're not that far apart now that a lot of the restrictions have been relaxed and you're sort of left to your own devices, uh, to be safe or to not be safe. I feel like, uh, that presents, that puts us in a position to, to, to do some in-person shit in some really interesting places. And I hope that that works out. Yeah, me too, man. We'll be set up at we'll be set up at some metal shows and it will it will happen. It's, it's it'd be it'd be cool to set up at metal shows, man. It'd be cool to go to like some sort of like a fitness expo or something. When I did the yeah. half when I did the half marathon, uh, back uh, the the uh, rock and roll thing DC back in November, um, you had to go to this health expo to pick up your registration packet, like with your with your tag oh, and everything yeah. in there. Dude, yeah, they had I a cool a request to be a vendor there, and they were full. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No shit. That that's right. that shit like that is cool to me too, man. Just because I feel like that, you know, it yeah, would we... be a place where I would probably learn some new things. Um, Definitely. And that that's what I'm I'm looking forward to taking that journey with you on the podcast and in Bo. that realm because we've only been in like death metal world together. Oh, I've shit. been I've been in your world all this time. Yeah. <laughs> we've We've kind of ventured out of it. We've had, you know, we had, uh, we had oh, we Alexis. Lot. We had Lex from Three Teeth on. We had Steve Tom Sawyer from Proponent Games on. We had Lisa Mann. Lisa fucking ruled. Lisa uh, Mann. That was one of, my favorite, one of my favorite guests. guests yeah, ever. man. White Crone and Shattered Throne. Also Shut incredible, up. incredible yeah. blues basis. Lisa, we love you. Fuck yeah. So yeah, we're just going to expand on some of the, uh, some of the outliers that we've already had and just see where we go, man, into the darkness or into the light. We're fucking riding together. I love you, brother. Well, I love you too, man. That was awesome. I feel good about it. it. I'm glad to be back. It's fucking really good to see you, man. Um, again, congratulations on the fucking engagement. That is fantastic news. I will be looking for an invitation um in the mail whenever the time whenever the time is near of course of course sorry dudes yeah engaged but yeah. you'll, you'll be invited 
it is what it is. Baby. <laughs> All right, man. Fucking awesome talking to you, dude. We're going to do this again soon. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll text you in a little bit. Peace. Put some Peace shit together. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. We ride again. And listen to Jungle Rock. Fuck Everybody. yes. Peace. Bye.